Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. You'll have the opportunity to hear their stories, be given tools and advice to succeed, and to taste what is possible when you think and dream bigger. Me? (laughs) I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and I'll be learning just as much as you as I show you around. It's my job as a fellow entrepreneur to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favourite resources, books, etc, etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 25 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott Stockdale. And in today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you some tips on how to reach out to quote unquote big name guests, even if you feel like you've got very little to offer. And here we're talking not just about podcasts, but actually any space, whether it's on a YouTube video, a blog, however you want to kind of reach out to people and get something from them ultimately and provide that to your own audience. So yeah, sharing with you some tips because if you're like me, you've probably had imposter syndrome either now or uh, at some point in your life. So I think it is useful to get over that imposter syndrome with the tips that I'll share in today's episode. Before we jump into all of that good stuff, one review I'd like to read out to you this week, as I always like to do, and this one has come across the pond from uh, Andrew Bilak, who's got his own fantastic podcast, The Andrew Bilak Show, well worth listening to. And he wrote, as a fellow entrepreneur, the podcast topics that Scott talks about are so relevant and important. Really enjoyed the episode on creating systems to outsource time-sucking tasks. Useless tasks have always been a thorn in the side of my business. Thanks for breaking them down and how you manage them. Well done. Thank you so much for your kind words, Andrew. It really does mean a lot. And if you'd also like to leave a review of Entrepreneurs Can Party, you know, if it's provided value to you or you just want to help me out because it does make a big difference in terms of being able to attract bigger names onto the podcast, there will be a link to do that in the show notes as always. Alrighty, without further ado, let's jump into today's show, which is all about how to reach out to big name guests. So yes, today's show is all about how to reach out to quote-unquote big-name guests, even if you feel like you've got very little to offer. Now, yeah, very kind of specific topic today, and the reason I wanted to kind of talk about it is because I get a lot of people asking me in my DMs, how do you kind of reach out to big-name guests? How do you actually bring them onto your podcast? What are some of the tips and strategies that you can maybe share with me? So I figured, you know what, put it in a podcast episode and then it's there for everybody. So two very specific tactics and two kind of very different paths I go down depending on what my sort of connection is with a guest. So the first one I'll talk about is if I have a so-called warm lead or kind of that in already with someone, you know, maybe I've kind of cultivated that connection over a few months, a few years, and then there's kind of the natural progression of being asked, being able to ask someone onto your podcast. So I'll talk you through that journey from start to finish, you know, in terms of actually building that initial connection and how you can do that. And then the second path is actually a cold outreach. So here you don't necessarily know that person that well at all. You know, you might have listened to their content, uh, their content and really enjoy it, but you haven't necessarily got that in, so to speak. So yeah, reaching out to someone cold, whether it's through email, through a DM, through a LinkedIn message, whatever it may be, 
I'll give you my strategies for that and how I've been able to get some cool results from that. So the first one then, so yeah, this idea of, okay, having a, a lead with someone, you've already got this connection and then kind of that natural progression. How do you build that connection and actually lead uh, into that natural ask? So what I tend to do, this is kind of just a general uh, thing that I do anyway, is for about 20 minutes every morning, I will jump on Instagram and simply look through content of other people, what they're producing, and I'll just kind of leave thoughtful comments with no real intention. It's more just, you know, if I see something I like of someone's content, I'll just say, oh, that's a cool piece of content. And, you know, I'll, leave, I'll be quite personal with it. And I'll say, you know, for example, if someone's got a pet dog and I think that dog looks really cute, I'll say, oh, your dog called Barney, for example. Barney, oh, Barney's so cute. You know, something like that to show that actually you are taking time to really consume their content and it's not just like a blanket, you know, cool page bro or all that sort of bullshit stuff that you see all the time on Instagram and other social platforms. So yeah, that's kind of the first thing to note and that's just something I've done for like the last couple of years to just kind of build those natural connections, you know, commenting on posts 20 minutes a day. Yeah, something else I suppose on that point is there are a lot of people that kind of see my stories now. And for those who aren't a fay with Instagram, you can actually see the people who view your stories. But sometimes I don't have the time to actually, at that particular moment I see it, to actually, you know, reach out and check their page and check their profile and actually leave some comments in their posts. So what I do is I take a screenshot of their profile so I don't forget it. It's then stored in my photos. And when I have a few minutes, typically on an evening, just to, you know, kind of do some more outreach on Instagram and LinkedIn as well. I do the same sort of process on LinkedIn. Yeah, once I've got those kind of profiles, I can then reach out and same sort of thing, just kind of search their profile uh, in Instagram, check out their posts, leave some comments if I think they're, you know, if there's some useful good content on there. And then you can kind of build that connection because what you'll find, hopefully, is as I've found, is not everyone, but some people will check out your comments that you've left, you know, the people you've actually commented on, and they'll either reply to your comment or they'll check out your profile in return, usually both. And you can then, you know, if they reach out and say, oh, you've got cool content as well, then you've got that initial rapport, then you've got that connection, and you can cultivate that over the next sort of four, five, six, seven months, years, however, uh, however long. And this is something I did, yeah, rinse and repeat this, particularly a couple of years ago when I was kind of getting first started out. And it has led to some really cool connections and people who I'm still in touch with now in the States, in the UK, in Germany, and people I've brought onto the podcast subsequently. And it's no coincidence that once you take an interest in someone, they'll take an interest in you. That's just, that's the way it works. You know, people aren't necessarily going to take an interest in you if you're not kind of prepare to look at what they're doing and kind of join them in their own journeys so you've got to in my opinion take that first step and actually yeah start to kind of cultivate those connections through leaving comments if you want to take it a step further something i found really useful as well again particularly on instagram is if they've got a podcast then actually take a screenshot of their podcast artwork cover to show you've been listening to an episode and obviously do listen to episodes and you know if something really jumps out to you or you learn something from their podcast maybe kind of write a quote about it say oh you know maybe a line they said that really stuck with you sort of write that in the instagram story alongside the podcast artwork cover tag them in it so they can then see the story when you post it 
and that's a nice way for you to share that you've been listening to their episode and this has numerous benefits for the podcast that you're reaching out to first of those is it shows that you're listening to their show which is always really nice as a podcaster to know that people are listening to their shows the other thing is they can then share that with their audience so that's pretty cool because it gives them social proof that people are listening to their show which is really powerful and also it gives them really specific points about what parts of their podcast resonate with their audience and that is really useful to know as a podcaster as well because you're always looking for that feedback from your listeners to show okay what topics are resonating with my audience can i build on these topics can i deliver more content around these topics and it's just not the sort of feedback you get that often on podcasting because it is quite an isolated medium in the sense that there's not a lot of feedback, a lot of engagement you can really get with podcasting, uh, at least directly from the platform. So yeah, actually showing that you know, you're listening to an episode, that this piece of content has really resonated, really useful to know that. So there's at least three benefits of sharing podcasts on your Instagram stories and also on LinkedIn and wherever else you kind of operate in social platforms. So yeah, definitely recommend that and tag them in it to yeah, so they can then share the content. So those are some really specific tactics that I use to kind of start to build those those warm leads and those natural connections. And just to kind of add on to that, I've mentioned the sharing of uh, if they've got a podcast, you know, sharing the fact you've been listening to a particular episode, you can apply this to their general posts as well. You know, if you share their posts with your own audience because it's kind of resonated with you, that also is a really a nice thing to do for someone and it can start to build that natural connection. So hopefully there you've got at least a few ideas already uh, for path one. And I call this the realistic path, the realistic network that you can kind of start to build and potentially ask these people onto your show. So that's certainly one thing to consider. To kind of take this a step further, if you're wanting some very specific people on your podcast, you know, you've got an idea of who you'd like on because they have expertise in, say, a particular topic, which you find really interesting, or you want to know about about more, of course you can then apply these principles to that particular person. So not necessarily having such a scattergun approach, which is certainly what I took in the first uh, sort of, yeah, probably first year of doing Instagram properly. But yeah, if you want to get more specific with that, and you'll be able to cultivate those relationships a lot sooner and potentially ask those people onto your show uh, a lot sooner. I've kind of talked about, yeah, being this natural path and uh, what that looks like. So just to kind of give you an example, say you've been commenting back and forth with someone in their comments, kind of enjoying their content, they're enjoying your content. You might eventually kind of slip into their DMs because, you know, you might comment on their Instagram story and then that kind of, you know, takes the takes the conversation to their direct messages and to your direct messages and then from there you can you know kind of just ask a few questions like oh how long you've been podcasting or what it is what do you do in your day job etc etc normal conversations that's the key it's just normal conversations no expectations no you know you're not preempting anything you're not going in for any asks you're being a human and you can over time just build have these natural conversations and then yeah build it build it build it And then when the time feels right and there's an opportunity for you to bring them onto your show, you know, you feel like you've got some value you can bring them, which is what I'll come on to shortly, then you can go in for that ask and say, oh, by the way, would you like to come onto my podcast? I think you could, uh, it'd be really cool to have you on for X, Y, Z reason. And more likely or not, because you've built that rapport, they'll probably, not always, but they'll probably say yes, particularly in these COVID times, as I've alluded to in previous podcasts. 
So that's how you can do it. That's the full journey from start to finish of building that warm lead, developing that rapport, developing that connection, and then asking someone, would you like to come onto my podcast? And more often than not, they'll probably say yes, because you know each other now, you've got that natural rapport, that natural affinity with each other. Okay then, so that's the first path of the natural ask, as I call it, and I mentioned it earlier, that realistic list. These are potentially people who are easily accessible on social media, you know, they're very active in their in their online presence, you can build those natural connections in the Instagram messages or LinkedIn messages or uh, Facebook messages even, uh, Twitter messages even, I forget there's loads of different social media platforms out there because I've typically just used Instagram and LinkedIn. And so yeah, you can, you know, these are people you can realistically bring onto your show. For this next path, this will be more for people who aren't necessarily yet in your sphere. You know, you might not necessarily have an in, so to speak, with these people because you might not know anyone who knows these people. And, you know, for example, it might just be a celebrity who, or a person you admire in business who's know seems quite hard to reach you're not sure if you've got any connections that know this person and things like that so you kind of might have to you know send a cold email to them saying would you like to come onto my show and I'm going to give specifics all around this like how can you word an email word an Instagram DM word a LinkedIn message to potentially bring someone like this onto your show and at the end I'm going to give you an example of how I've used this to bring on someone or hopefully bring on I mean talks to someone uh, really big to bring on to Entrepreneurs Can Party which I think will be amazing and I would love to have them on because they've been a, a huge role model to me. So this template which I'm going to share with you comes from a fantastic book called The Podcast Playbook by Jordan Paris. He is a fantastic podcaster, host of Growth Mindset University and he's had on his show the likes of Mark Manson the author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, uh, James Altucher, an author of the New York best time selling book, Choose Yourself. Uh, so yeah, he's had some really cool guests on. And in his book and in this template, Jordan kind of gives some details of how you can ask someone in a cold email and word it so that the chances of them replying and actually coming onto your show are quite high. So let's kind of dive into this. And this yeah, like I say, comes directly from Jordan's book. I'm going to read out his example email and then kind of break it down component by component just to kind of show you how it works. Okay, so this email that Jordan sent out was to the CEO of Moz and current CEO of Spark Toro. So two very big online uh, communities and companies. And yeah, Jordan wanted to bring this guy onto a show. So he wrote, Dear Rand, Rand being the name of the person, I'm sure you received quite the abundance of emails, so this will be quick. I've been a long-time user of Moz, which has been invaluable to my business. Thank you for creating it. Now, having recently discovered SparkToro's fake follower audit tool, I'm having a ton of fun with that. I'm 21 years old and have interviewed James Altucher, Kevin Rudolph, Mark Manson, Evan Carmichael, Dan Locke, and others. I'd love to add you to this mix and create something special. My show, Growth Mindset University, is all about learning the lessons we should have learned in school but didn't to help people succeed in this progressive new age of business, and the honour would be entirely mine to host you. We can promote Lost and Founder and Spark Toro. Do you want to propose a few times and slash dates, or is it easier to go ahead and secure a spot really quickly on our calendar? Again, totally get how busy you are, so even a short reply would be great. Cheers to manufacturing amazing Jordan. 
So, okay, appreciate that's quite a, a, well, I say long email, it's quite short actually, but there's quite a lot to it. So breaking it down kind of component by component, and like I say, I think this will be really useful because you can use this basic framework, this basic premise when you're reaching out to people yourself. So first off, dear Rand, I'm sure you receive quite the abundance of emails, so this will be quick. I think this is brilliant from Jordan because people like Rand and people who you know you're reaching out to who might be on a slightly different level to you I call these people moonshots and you know people who are maybe celebrities or people really successful business people etc etc people who might not necessarily at first glance be likely to come onto your show so what Jordan's done here by saying I'm sure you receive quite the abundance of emails so this will be quick he's kind of setting his stall up very soon that this email won't take long to read and that's really important because you want people to check out your emails or your messages and you know you want to make it clear to them that the expectation is you're not asking for a lot of their time and what i typically do actually just to spin on this slightly is i say this email will take less than 60 seconds to read then you kind of you know making it clear that you're not asking for a huge amount of time this email isn't going to go on and on and on and there's a clear reason you're sending it out today so yeah, that's kind of the first point. On to the second paragraph. I've been a long-time user of Moz, which has been valuable to my business, etc., etc. A couple of extra lines there. So this is just to show that you've got a, an interest in what they're doing. You're kind of you're showing that you're something you've learned something from them, and that's like I've kind of alluded to earlier with the ask and that you know actually being specific about what it is you like about their content. It's useful for them because. It gives them feedback about what's good and what's resonating with their audience, but also shows that you're taking a genuine interest and actually it's not just a blanket email that you've sent out to everyone. This is tailored to the person you've sent it to. So that's a really useful paragraph as well. Again, super short, only two sentences long. Moving on to the next one. I'm 21 years old and have interviewed James Altucher, Kevin Rudolph, etc, etc. Again, this is only a couple of lines long, but it's just name dropping. <laughs> it's basic... It's just basic power of association. You know, if you've had big names on the show already, it gives you that social proof and shows that you must be doing something right because you've got these big names onto your show already. And and then Jordan adding to that, I'd love to add you to this mix and create something special. So again, very intentional. He's making it clear what he would like at this point. He's saying he'd love to bring you onto the show. And it's just a very yeah, neat way of doing that. So he then goes on to talk about his show. So he writes, my show, Growth Mindset University, is all about learning the lessons we should have learned in school, etc., etc. So again, this is just making it clear, okay, what is what is my show about? At this point, I also say, usually in my emails, that my show is now listened to in over 20 countries around the world, and I'd love to give you a platform to speak about whatever it is you'd like to speak about, whether it's your new product, your new service, your new book, etc., etc., uh, so yeah, from there, Jordan's goes on to write, do you want to propose a few times slash dates, or is it easier to go ahead and secure a spot really quickly on our calendar? So here, this is a really clever sentence because Jordan is framing his ask as a question, and it seems like the person has a choice, but in both cases, the outcome or the choice that the person will choose still benefits Jordan because, you know, if they propose a few times and dates, that's a win. He's got them on the show. Or, and then he's saying, you know, or is it easier to go ahead and secure a spot really quickly on our calendar? So even then, he's still getting what he wants. But framing it like a question, it's just a really clever sort of literary device there that Jordan's used. And it's one I have pinched directly from him because I think it's brilliant. So 
that's kind of the uh, penultimate paragraph. And then he gets goes on to say, again, totally get how busy you are. So a short reply, just a short reply would be great. The reason for this paragraph, and I think why it's brilliant as well, is it's making it very clear. You're not expecting them to reply. You know, you appreciate how busy they are. If they do get back to you, fantastic. If they don't, no biggie. And it just takes the pressure off them, makes them feel less guilty if they don't go back to you. And ironically, it makes them more likely to reply because you don't seem as needy. So yeah, really clever once again. And then Jordan writes, just to finish it off, cheers to manufacturing amazing. Just a really unique kind of catchy way to end an email. So I think that's the reason that Jordan includes that. And that's just a breakdown of one email. He go then goes on to say, you know, if someone doesn't reply to you, how can you follow up with them, say, a week or two later? And just on that point, I think it's really useful if you are going to start reaching out to people like this in this email, then it's probably quite useful to keep track of all the people you're reaching out to. So I get very specific with this. And what I do is in an Excel document, I'll list out who I've reached out to, on what date I've reached out to them, uh, what... Uh, platform did I reach out to them on? Was it an email? Was it LinkedIn? Was it Instagram? Or something else? And then I'll know in like a week's time, if they haven't got back to me, I can then send up the follow-up email, which is contained in Jordan's book as well. So he's got a a kind of template for that as well, which I won't read out just for the uh, sake of brevity of this episode. But hopefully that just gives you a flavour of what is possible. And like I mentioned earlier, just to give you an example of how this Uh, strategy of cold outreaching has worked for me personally. I basically followed Jordan's template to the the letter. I did change a few things. So, you know, at the beginning I said, this email will only take you, will take you less than 60 seconds to read. Then I changed the ending slightly. Obviously I changed the context of what I was asking and, you know, what my show was about. Basically it was following Jordan's template. And yeah, I've been in talks with the CEO of Charity Water, Scott Harrison, or at least his team, uh, Charity Water, and we're hoping, or at least I'm hoping, we'll be able to bring him onto the show this summer at some point, because they're looking for a voice in the UK, and they're currently quite large in the US, but not necessarily in the UK. So, kind of a win-win situation for them, because I'm giving them a platform, and, you know, obviously having Scott Harrison on the show would be insane. I'm a huge fan of Charity Water and what they're doing, and Scott Harrison as a CEO is amazing. So, that is at least one possibility. What is possible with cold outreaching? What is possible for getting people, you know, so-called big names onto your show? These strategies work. That's the punchline. And you can start to bring on people like this onto your own shows if you're active about it, if you're following these strategies, if you're taking action in the in these weird times that we find ourselves in at the moment. So there we have it. So just to quickly recap, you've got the, what I call the realistic list, you know, people who you think are likely to come onto your show if you kind of build that connection and uh, maybe they're quite easily accessible on social media, etc. And then you've kind of got that moonshot list or that dream list, people who you don't think are likely to come onto your show at this point in time. But if you word your outreach emails and messages correctly, and you know, if you actually provide value to them, then potentially something can work. You might be able to get someone like Scott Harrison onto your show, as I am hoping to do this summer. And you might just ultimately be able to grow your network and grow your influence and grow your podcast, get more listeners to your show because you're attracting these bigger names. And from there, 
hopefully that virtuous cycle of getting more listens, getting more downloads, improving your chart position, getting even more cool guests onto your show can start to begin. And you can fuel that podcasting machine. Alrighty, I hope you found this episode useful. If you'd like to get in touch with me about anything I've talked about today, you know, ask any questions or if you'd like me to explain things in a bit more detail, I'm more than happy to do so. You can find me on social media at Entrepreneurs Can Party or you can email me at scott at entrepreneurscanparty.com and I will get back in touch with you um, because I love to hear from you guys. And you know what? I'll leave it there. So thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I hope to speak with you all again next week. Do take care. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask you to do is subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and maybe tell somebody else about it if you feel like it would bring value to them as well. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social, but if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and of course you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Entrepreneurs Can Party on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok and Twitter and I'd love to hear from you. If you message me wherever or email me at scott at entrepreneurscanparty.com, I promise to reply. Just give me a little time.